Welcome to Kodesh Louisville. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Reverend Harold Eduardo. He serves as a reverend in the United Denominations, originating of the Lighthouse Group of Churches, with over 3,000 branches worldwide. Reverend Harold currently pastors the Louisville Branch, a vibrant church located in the Kentucky area. We believe this message will give you the grace to strengthen your Christian life. Now listen to Reverend Harold. Amen. Hallelujah. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you so much for tonight. We ask that you speak to us. You send forth your word to heal us. And thank you for your awesome presence that is with us. We ask for the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of your word. May the eyes of understanding be enlightened as we behold wondrous things out of your Lord tonight. We give you glory. We give you honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Tend to the brother or sister sitting by you that your heart is important. Tell them your heart is important. So we have been talking about becoming a shepherd. Amen. And over the weeks, we have been talking about shepherding. Last week, we began to look at why the shepherd's heart is important. Who is a shepherd in the first place? A shepherd is a loving, caring guide of the sheep. Which means that when God brings people into the house, they become sheep. And God will raise shepherds that takes care of the sheep. Hallelujah. Amen. And thank God that this, our midweek service, we call it the building church. Or the underground church. This is where we learn about how to build the church of God and how to do the work of God. If you are not serious, you don't come to this service. Because we talk about practical ways of doing the work of God. Because Jesus Christ said that I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Which means that we have to be equipped so that we can identify the gates of hell and then be able to fight against it. Hallelujah. You know, the core areas that we must develop as shepherd, one of the areas was that we must know how to fight. A shepherd must know how to fight the good fight. Hallelujah. Because a shepherd is like a soldier. Amen. Imagine that me as a shepherd, when I just go and I relax, I don't pray, I don't do my quiet time, and I come. My messages will not be powerful. The church of God is not going to move forward. So a shepherd must learn to rise up and to intercede. Can I have an Amen. Rise up in the third watch from 12 a.m. Just waiting upon the Lord that God will speak to you. Those are the times that demonic activities, when the Lord wakes you up, adopt to pray. Don't take it for granted. God has called you to stop a demonic activity. Can I have an amen? So we must learn to fight. But we are talking about the shepherd's heart. That the heart of a shepherd, the heart of anyone that God has called to use is very important. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23, if you can give it to us. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23. Amen. Yeah, it's there. He said what? Shall we all read it together? He said what? Guard your heart above all else. It means that everything, that every organ that is in you, everything that is in you, one of the things that you have, you have been instructed to guard that is to protect. Is protect your heart. Why is there the reason to protect your heart? Let's continue. For it is the source of life. Your heart is the source of life. It means that life comes out of your heart. Give us the King James Version. King James Version says that. It says guard your heart because out of your heart are all the issues of this life. I like this version. Give us another version. Bring it. Do you have King James? He said that, keep thy heart with all diligence. It means that commit to protecting your heart. For out of it are the issues of this life. The issues of this life, they come out of the heart. So if you allow your heart to be corrupted, then your heart is going to bring out things that are not life. Can I have an Amen. That's why he said that out of your belly shall flow the rivers of living waters. Whatever comes out of inside of you must be living, must be alive. And one of the things that is important is that your heart. Your heart, you must guard your heart. Husbands must guard their hearts. Wives must guard their hearts. 
Shepherds must guard their heart because it's out of it that comes forth. Issues, the life, life comes out of it. If somebody still here, you have gone home. Hallelujah. So you cannot allow your heart to be just open to, to, to bring life to people. So you must put the love of God in your heart. Hatred must not come from you, but the love of God must come out of your heart. Say, guard your heart, because out of your heart comes what? Life. Amen. Oh, I see life coming out of you. I said, I see life coming out of you. So we looked at, I'm preaching from my prophet's book. What? The Art of Shepherding. This is available in the bookshop. The Art of Every Shepherd here, you must, you know, there's a so many chapters on your heart alone. Which is very important that the work that you are doing, you don't allow your heart to be corrupted. Can I have an amen? So last week we looked at a few points and I'm going to just go over quickly. We said that your heart is important because what? The, of the strong admonition to God. When you are told to God something, it means that the thing has importance. Maybe you, your house is, or your apartment, is there any security man at your apartment? Go to the White House and see. There's full security. That amount of security that is provided for a thing means that that thing is very important. So when we are admonishing that, the admonishing is that guard your heart with all diligence. It means that a mass or increase the thing that is protecting your heart. You as a shepherd. It means that your heart is important. My heart is so important as a pastor. If I allow my heart to be corrupted, my messages will be corrupted. You taste saltiness in my message. Can I have an amen? It should be your story that you don't allow anybody to corrupt your heart. If you allow your wife to corrupt your heart, when you are standing here, you are talking, you will only be facing the women like that. If you are a woman, you allow your husband to corrupt you. Anything that you say, you are facing the men. Tell the person sitting by you, guard your heart. Because your heart is important. Hallelujah. So the second point was that we said that we should guard our heart because it's the source of all ministry. The same thing. Everything that you do for the Lord, every ministration that comes out of you, that's why when somebody loves you and they are serving you, that's one thing I say. Every morning I make myself a cup of coffee and I go to work. But every morning my wife makes that coffee, it tastes different. Somebody said, of course. If your husband or your Beloved is not saying that thing about you. Then something is missing. That you can go and eat the same food from somewhere. But when you eat your wife's, you know that it is different. If my eyes are closed, you put a spoon of my wife's stew in my mouth. I will know the source of the stew. You must know it. It's a type of stew. Are you still here? So it is out of the heart. Spring forth every ministry. That is why as a shepherd, for you to do the work of God well, you must have the right heart. Are you still here? Number three, we said that the heart of a shepherd is important because it's the source of all issues and problems. Every problem that develops in the church, it comes from the heart. Somebody was offended. Where did the offense start from? It started from the heart. He said hello to the pastor. The pastor did not mind you. You The pastor was thinking about something else. You got offended in your heart. Your heart has become bitter. And then out of that heart, something that is springing forth. You see somebody and the person has not done anything to you, but you are doing, what is the English word of? Yeah, it's whatever you have said. Can I have an amen? Do you realize that that thing happens? That sometimes you are coming from work. And then something happens. Your child meets you. Hey, mommy, say, hey. You push your child. What has the child done? Sometimes you are facing your husband because somebody has done something that has hurt your heart. Oh, but it's changing. Tell the person sitting by you, it's changing. Hey, you are sitting by your spouse. Tell them that it's changing. If your spouse is not here, that's thing that is changing. Hey, number four. The pastor's heart is important or the shepherd's heart is important because it influences everything in his life. I am influenced. I am what I am because of what is coming out of my heart. Because out of the abundance of the heart and mouth speaking, whatever I say is because the thing is coming from my heart. That's the people who curse a lot. When they open their mouth, they are cursing. They say, oh, 
Sorry, the thing is already in the heart. That is why it's coming out. Okay, don't have an amen. amen. Are you still here? You have gone home. We are just, because you didn't come last week, so we are reviewing for you. Amen. And then I encourage you, when you come to the church building service, like building the church, you must come with a notebook, a pen, and a Bible. Because all these things you may forget. Hallelujah. It's very important to write it. What number do we have? Number five. We said what? Your, your shepherd's heart is important because it is where life begins. And we read that scripture, that version they gave us. Number six. Your heart is important. A shepherd's heart is important. It is what? An unknowable element. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 17 verse 9. It says that the heart is deceitful above all things. And desperately wicked. Who can know it? You cannot know your own heart. Sometimes certain wickedness comes out of your heart. You don't know where it came from. A little child. Huh? A little child. When you take something from a little child, the little child can lift up their hand and spank you. Where did that thing come from? Out of the heart. The heart, the heart, the heart, the heart. The child knows how to spank you when you, you need to be spanked. Sometimes they amaze us. Hallelujah. Tell the person sitting by you, my heart is changing. It's changing. No one knows your heart. But listen, when you fill yourself with enough of God, when you open your mouth, the words that you speak, it will edify. Bible says that let no word, idle word, come out of your mouth because it shall be brought to judgment. So when you open your mouth, you edify. When you open your mouth, you encourage. When you open your mouth, but anytime you open your mouth, it's a case word. Hey! Meanwhile, you say you are a Christian. It's changing. Psalm 139 verse 23 says that, Set me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. Know my thoughts. Know my thoughts. What is inside of me? What is it that I'm thinking of? What is it that I'm meditating on? Quickly, let's finish up. Your heart is important. A shepherd's heart is important because it's what? A treasure box containing many good things. Many good things can come out of your life. Parents, when you speak positively concerning your children, they turn out well. Be careful what you say to your children because where's our spirit? Hallelujah. In John 6, what, 63, talks about what? Is the spirit that quickeneth? What? The flesh that profiteth nothing. The words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. Those words, they are spirit their life. What I speak into your life, it shall come to pass. I say, what I speak into your life, it shall come to pass. When I make declaration, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit. That is why it is always very important because the prophecy you believe is what will practically happen to you. When we speak, believe it. It shall happen. I say it shall happen. A treasure box. For God shall honor the declarations of his prophets. If God has called me, he will honor the things that I say. When I stay in my closet and I mention your name and I pray for you. Just when I was sitting here, when she was singing, my phone came up. And a church member sent me a text message saying, the Pastor, I wish to come to church. But the type of job that I have is preventing me. I'm praying. I, I'm at the point I want to give it up. And I know God will take care of me. The message, just when you started singing, the message came. And Jesus is alive. Hallelujah. So that person needs to be encouraged that God will make a way for you. Any decision that you take for the cause of Christ, God will open that door. Hallelujah. A job that will not allow you. The person said one thing. He says that I feel that my soul is important. The exact message. I can read it. He said, I feel that my soul is important. And because I feel that my soul is important, I'm at, about the point, at the point of giving up that job. And I tell you, when she gives it up, the Lord is going to honor. Are you still here? The Lord is going to honor. And I bless the Lord. He said, hi, pastor. Texting you because I want you to keep me in your prayers. And you to keep the person in prayers. He said, I would like to come to church every Sunday singing in the choir. Choir, you have one member. But I can't 
because I am working and and they have a full time position. He said they don't want to give it to nobody. I am praying about it, doing my best. If I see it is not working, and I will let it go because I care for my soul, and I know I will be a victorious person in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. This is somebody has discovered that it is important. Sometimes the words that comes to you, you are missing so much just not being in his presence. But thank God that God has made it possible for you to come. Choose the words. The words that he speaks to you. Choose those words over, over time. Because God is able to take care of your needs. Are you still here? Are you still here? What number do you have? Number eight. The shepherd's heart is important because it is also the source of all evil things. Hey! Your heart can be a source of evil things. Hey! Your heart can be a source of evil things. Don't allow evil things. I was telling you that, you know, the devil, eh? The devil, he cannot operate without vessels. I was explaining to you that angels have form. Angels have body. Demons and evil spirits, they don't have body. They seek bodies. So if you allow them, they just enter into you and they occupy your heart. The bad man of Gadara, he had what? Legions of demons all in one man. And when they were being cast out in Mark chapter 5, they said they are not going unless they, you know, they, they pointed to the pigs. They said that cast us into those pigs. Because they realized that if you just said that come out, when things are happening here and then you are standing there, you are standing aloof. As the, hope, the demon is coming out from one person, they are looking for a vessel to occupy. Then you are standing there and you say, you are daydreaming. You will see no, it has entered you. God forbid. Are you still here? When I say those things, people get scared. But Charlie, it is the truth. But if God is in your heart, Satan cannot. No demon can. Can I have an amen? Your heart is important. Because it can be the residence for God. That God dwells in you. He lives inside of you. The spirit of the Lord lives inside of me. And the spirit of the Lord also comes upon me. And the spirit of the Lord is with me. He dwells inside of me. That's why every time you have a song. Every time you have something that is, that is going on. And then finally. We said what? It can also be residence for what? Demons. May your heart never be the resident for demons. Other people want it. But may your heart never be resident for demons. Sometimes I see people, they have tattooed snakes to themselves. Or they have done all sorts of things. I pray for their soul. Because you don't know what you are committing yourself to. And I have an amen. Most of these rappers, most of these worldly people, they have sold their soul to the devil. And they themselves, they will say it. They have sold their soul to the devil. When they sing song, they make the mark of the devil. They do all those things. But we will stand for Christ. Can I have an amen? So tonight, I want to talk to us from the chapter 39, which is saying that develop a flowing heart. Or developing, or develop flowing hearts. Whichever one. Develop. What is a flowing heart? What do you think? Pazans. What is a flowing heart? You flow with everything. It's like a river is moving. When a river is moving, you fall into the river. You can't tell the river to take you here or there. You go in the flow of the river. For you to be a good shepherd, you must flow. You must have a flowing heart. Jesus Christ had a flowing heart. That's why he came and said, I came to do the will of my master. I came to do the will of the one who has called me. He did not come with his own agenda. He came only to flow with the will of the Father. The Bible de- describes different kinds of hearts. It is important to work on your own heart so that you develop the right kind of heart. Without the right kind of a heart, you cannot accomplish much for the Lord because the heart is at the center of your ministry. It's what? Determine outcome of everything that you do. My heart determines who I become. My heart determines the things that I love. My heart, your heart guides you. 
That is why sometimes if you, when you fall in love with that guy and he's breaking your heart, sometimes you can get mad because somebody has tempered with the core of you. Let no man take hold of your heart to the extent that when that man walks away, your heart is broken. Hey! Give your heart to Jesus. He is the one. Say, Pastor, I, I feel that when he leaves me, I'm going to die. You are a fool. Yeah. He leaves me. I'm going to die. Oh, Lord. I am going to die. Don't die. Stay alive. God will help your heart. When the, Pastor, when I think about it, it's like somebody has put a, a sharp knife in my, my heart. That is the same thing you did to Jesus Christ on the cross. Can I have an amen? If you have allowed somebody to break your heart before, Jesus Christ is here to mend your heart. He said, for the spirit of the Lord God is upon me. He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the broken hearted. The word of God is supposed to heal the broken hearted. You too, someday somebody will propose to you and say, the hello baby. They say, hey, is that me? They say, hello, baby. You are walking away. They say, hello, baby. Then you turn. You thought they were talking to other person. They say, you, you, you. You, you are the one. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Developing what? A flowing heart. A heart that is flowing. Number one. Develop one types of flowing heart. It's a willing heart. Number one is what? A willing, willing, willing. You are willing. Have a willing heart. Amen. A willing heart is a heart that is inclined to yield itself to a thing. You yield yourself to a thing. When you are willing, you yield yourself. When you are willing, you flow in a direction. When you are willing, God is able to use you in that direction. You must have a willing heart. Hallelujah. Never do anything for God without willing to do it. Never do anything to please a man. If you are not willing to do it, you might as well say that I will not do it, but don't do it anyhow. A willing heart. Are you still here? Exodus chapter 25 verse 2. Speak unto the children of Israel that they bring me an offering. He said, of every man that giveth it willingly without his word, heart. And giving willingly with his heart. Ye shall take my offering. Hallelujah. So he said, tell my people, they should bring me an offering. Why should they be? He said, but as they are bringing the offering, they must bring it with a willing heart. Sometimes we do things because somebody is telling us to do, but not because we are willing. Hallelujah. Speak to the children of Israel that they bring me what? An offering of every man that giveth it willingly. There's something called a willing heart. Hallelujah. A willing heart. Do you have a willing heart? Sometimes because you don't have a willing heart, that is why you can rebel. Amen. It's like you don't have a willing heart to flow with the thing. That's the Bible says, whatsoever you find yourself doing, do it as unto God. I'm willing to serve the Lord. I'm willing to do my work. I'm willing to pastor the church at the level where it's not that I'm doing the thing anyhow. I am willing to give that offering, the offering of my time, the offering of my service. I'm willing to give it, offer it unto God. Because the Lord delights in obedience more than he does in sacrifice. Are you still here? Ask the person sitting by you, do you have a willing heart? You have a willing heart. Are you willing? Can your pastor tell you that? Do this and this and this. And he said, oh, a flowing heart. Sometimes, that's what I'm saying. You don't do a thing because you like it or you don't like it, but because your father is telling you to do it. Yeah. There are many people who make the conversation. say that, you know, this lady in our church, we're making, this lady, initially, I didn't, I didn't like her, bruh. But because you said consider, and I started considering, I began to realize that Charlie, she's the best thing that has happened to me. Sometimes it is just your willingness to flow. It's what can cause you to see the blessing of the Lord. Can I have an amen? Hey, what are you talking about? Talking about the word of God. 
He said the Israelites, they should bring an offering with a willing heart. Hallelujah. Amen. A willing heart, it will open wider doors unto you. If you are willing and flowing, willingly give your tithe, it will open doors to you. Willingly be generous, it will open doors to you. Willingly do the work that God has given you to do, it will open doors for you. Don't complain. But today, sing a song. If you know I'm going to sing a song, why didn't you tell me last week so that I can, you know, I can rehearse a song? You just come in here, you come in. You don't have a willing heart. In Tina, you are complaining. In Tina, you are complaining. That's why you are complaining. Oh, but if you have a willing heart, oh, you know what? Actually, there's a song that has been blessing me with you. You take the mic, you sing the song. Even if it's off key, you have sung it. It's our church. It's our church. Nobody should say anything about it. But we will not allow you to burn it on a Sunday. But Wednesday, then you can burn the song. Yeah. That one is our church. Because Wednesday, there are, there are people here who don't have the mind to build. So your song can rather drive them away. They can backslide because of your type of voice. That's why we put our best foot forward on Sundays. Hey! Number two. So the first one is what? Develop what? A willing heart. Do you understand, madam? A willing heart. Yeah. When your mother says, go and cook, prepare food for us, it's all money. Easy, easy trouble. I'm going to... Why is he watching TV? And then he's watching playing game. And then I'm the only one who's supposed to... You don't have a willing heart. In Tina, you are complaining. Number two, develop a stead heart. There's also something called a stead heart. Your, your heart is stead up for action. A stead heart is a heart that is excited and moved towards an expression of an emotion. Oh, we are going for evangelism. Eyes. Yourself comes. You are, you are following. You are flowing. You are flowing. You are going to pick somebody up. Hey, 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 hey. We are flowing. We are flowing. A stand up heart. You must, your heart must be stand up. If not, when you come in, praise and worship is even going on. And then you are checking your time. Hey, you don't have a stand up heart. The things of the spirit must stir you up. They must stir you up. Are you still here? Tell somebody a staring heart. A staring heart. Exodus chapter 35 verse 21. Exodus 35 21. And they came. Everyone whose heart stared him up. When your heart stares you up, you come for meetings. When your heart stares you up, when the Lord is calling, you respond. When your heart is stared up, have a stared heart. A stared heart. Sister, have a, when it's time for quarry hands up, have a stared heart. You are the first to be there. You are not stared about things of God. That is why we come late to choir rehearsals. I shouldn't say it. I will say it. Yeah, MD, I'm saying it. <laughs> A state of hearts. I'm telling you. The way you are going to work, you are stand up. If you're, you go, even when you get up in the morning, you're supposed to go to work and then you go, you start your car and the car is not starting. You begin to panic. Because Pharaoh if you, you show up late, seven minutes rule, you are late, so you are going to take 15 minutes out of your paycheck. So now, you become, you become frantic. It's like all over the place. Hey! But when you are coming to the house of the Lord, you take one hour only just to make your eyebrows. I know how it is done. I know. I know. I understand. They will do the hair. I said, say, it's fine. It's fine. Let's go. Hey, come. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. They take me. I say, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Let's move. That's why when Castle, they just tie their hair, they braid their hair. When you get up, they do like this. Tie, they are gone. Or join our brother's club. Hair free. You join his club. You are good to go. 
He said, and they came. They came. Everyone whose heart stirred him up. Hallelujah. And everyone who had well, whom his spirit was what? Made willing. It means that that willing heart, eh, it also comes with the stand up. When you are willing, you are stirred up about the things of God. And that's why we are here. It's not because that Charlie, the, the guy is just, you know, he doesn't have anything to do with his energy. We are stirred up about, about the gospel. Because everybody must come to the saving knowledge of Christ if we can. And as we do it here, our family will be saved. Our family will be saved. Because one day you'll be here and you hear that somebody has met your brother be your sister be, and then now your sister or your brother is going to church. They will be saved. It shall come to pass. Then it says, and, and they brought the Lord's offering to the work of the tabernacle of the congregation and for all his service and for the what? The holy garment. When your heart is stirred up, it is easy to plug in into the things that God is doing. Can I have an amen? So what is number one? Willing heart. Develop a willing heart. Number two is what? A stirred heart. Hey. Number three. Develop a soft heart. Some of us, our heart is so hard. Hey. Hard. The people had a hard heart. Nothing, nothing could move them. That's why in Ezekiel chapter 36 verse 26, he said that I will take away your stony heart and then I will give you a heart of a flesh and I will also put my spirit within you. That's what you want. Ask the Lord, he will give it to you. You are too hard. A woman who sometimes must be soft, you are harder than a rock. Hey! Your husband is afraid of you. Your husband, eh? He's afraid of you. When he sees that you are coming, say yes, madam. Yes, ma'am. It is not nice. It is not nice. It is not nice at all. If your husband is coming home, he's having, one time one brother told me that you know when, when I get home, I need to sit in my car. Sit in the car for about 15 to 20 minutes to master courage to enter the house. Because by the time you get there, Amma Rambo is at the door about to fight. Grace, a Grace Schwarzenegger is sitting down. Where have you been? What is that lipstick? Meanwhile, there's nothing. Why do you have a password on your phone? Right now, the phones that have come, there's nothing wrong. You put your thumb they bring their finger, you also put it on. If you pick up my phone, there's a password so that the kids cannot have access to it. But your, one of your fingers can open the phone. So you bring your finger, let's put it here. Me to my thumb is here. If you pick up my phone, go into what, whatever you are looking for, you'll find. Somebody use their toe so that. Hey! What a shock. We must develop a soft heart. He said that I would take away what? I will take the word. A new heart will I give you. A new spirit I will put within you. And I will take away your stony heart out of your flesh. And I will give you a heart of flesh. Which is a soft heart. A heart that can hear the word of God. A heart that can flow. Hallelujah. Amen. We must all have soft hearts. Oh. God should be able to speak to us. God should be able to rebuke us. Sometimes when you read the word and the word of God comes to you and it's hard for you, you should be able to receive it and say, Lord, I repent. As soon as the word is coming, you say, why? Why? Why is he here? You know, you know we have come to church. Why is he on our case? And who else should be on your case? Who else? If I'm not on your case, who else should be on your case? Because it's the word of God. Can I have an amen, ladies? Hey, guys, are you ladies? I said, can I have an amen, ladies? Can I have an amen, guys? That's it. It's a good balance. A soft heart. Job 30, Job 23, 16. It says, for God maketh my heart soft. And the Almighty troubleth me. See, sometimes we go through struggles. Job was going through a lot. The Lord used it to soften their heart. 
Sometimes when we become proud, God uses certain things. They call it siniazos. Siniazos, difficulties of life. Hallelujah. Siniazos, it will soften your heart. Yeah. You see a proud guy that, hey, Charlie, me, God make him broke. And all of a sudden, the person has become humble. Have you seen some before? Humility made easy. The Lord strips you of everything. Your heart has become humble. Quickly, 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 quickly. A soft heart. Job said, For God maketh my heart soft, and the Almighty Hallelujah. May we naturally have soft hearts. When you are rebuked, take it. Sometimes your child should be able to tell you, Daddy, stop it. Maybe receive it and you move on. You don't have to spank that child. Because God can speak through the child. If he used the donkey to speak, then he can also speak through a child. And then minister life to you. Can I have an amen? I need a soft heart. You pray for a soft heart. God, put your spirit within me. Give me a heart that is soft. That when you speak to me, I can hear. Because sometimes when the heart is hard, when God is speaking to you, you, you can't hear. You can't hear. But things are changing from tonight. I say things are changing from tonight. So what is the first kind of heart? A willing heart. What is number two? A stead heart. What is number three? A soft heart. Number four. Develop a communing heart. Communing, like communion, koinonia. Koinonia, communing heart. C-O-M-M-U-N-I-N-G heart. A communing heart is a heart that you can communicate intimately with. You can communicate what? Intimately with. It is a heart that is in the state of heightened intimacy, receptive. Receptivity to God. It's like your heart, God can commune with you. You know, sometimes it, just, it can just be there. You are praying and you just stay, then you realize that God is ministering to you. Or in the quiet. Sometimes you can even be at, a, at your job place. A communing heart. You are talking to God. Communing heart. Hallelujah. Are you still here? Psalm 4, verse 4. Stand in awe and sin not. Commune with your own heart upon your bed and be still. When you are in your bed, you're just focusing on the Lord. It is an, a time of meditation. It is a time that you focus on God. That your heart can talk to God and God can talk to your heart. A communing heart. Pray that God will give you a communing heart. That is when sometimes you know that it, 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 it comes with a gift of knowing. You just know in your heart what to do. It's like he can communicate to you. Like anytime I'm coming through something and a, a peace, a certain kind of peace comes into my heart, I know that God has communicated with me. A heightened sensitivity, receptivity to God. God can speak to you. You realize every time I stand here, I say that me, I don't hear the voice of God. God impresses it upon my heart. Communicates with me. An impression of the heart, eh? Everything I do is like God impresses things upon And when God impresses things upon my heart, I don't take it for granted. It's like I am there. I'm driving. And the Lord just dropped a certain idea into my heart. When I follow it, I see a manifestation of his power. A communing heart. A communing heart. A communing heart. That's why in our grace, communion, we say, May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, communing. The, the, the word that we use is koinonia. When you koinonia, you fellowship. You what? Contribute to the thing. He's talking to you. You are talking about. That is the importance of it. You commune with him. Pray that God will give you a communing heart. A heart that when you are just there, you know that he is speaking to you. What is it that he's telling me? You are stressed about something that all of a sudden he communes with you. Then you have peace. That's why David said that, my soul, why are you quieted in me? It's like you, you are just too disturbed. You are quiet in me. Let your God commune with you. Let my God commune with me. 
Are you still here? Or you have gone home? What's number one? I'm letting you memorize this to know. You realize that? Yeah. When you go this week, as you are praying from today, it's like when you are praying, when you lift up your hands and say, Lord, give me a willing heart. Even if you don't remember the verse that goes with it, but you need a willing heart. God, give me a willing heart to do your will. Because many people the Lord has called, because they are not willing, they have not gone. Our prophet will say that go. The commandment is to go. But many people have filtered their going. So they say go. He say go here. We have come to America to succeed. He say go. Go where? We are here. We have come to America. We are in America. He said we should go where? Hey, we are here. He said I should go. You go. Tell me, I've come from far away. Say go. I, I I went from what? Or I came from Africa to US. It's it's quite a going, right? It's quite a going. So we have settled. I've gone. You also go. Oh, but if the Lord tells us to go, we will go. Like go to the south side, go and preach the gospel. Why are you not going? Hey, why are you not going? Vince, why are you not going? You are sitting there and say, you go where? He said, go to the south side. Go and preach the gospel. Yeah, we'll go. Tell somebody we'll go. Say from today we'll go. So number one is what? Number two? Number three? Number four? Number five? We are waiting on number five. It said develop a heart of wax. You know what is wax? W-A-X. You know what is wax? Hmm. A heart of wax is a pliable heart. A heart that can take any form and any shape. It is a heart that has assumed a specific characteristics, quality or state. Yeah. When you pour any liquid into a bowl, no matter the shape of the bowl, it just assumes the shape of that container. This is a heart that is of wax. That has for you whatever the Lord tells you. You adjust yourself. Hey! You adjust yourself, bro. You adjust yourself. I think to to have a wax heart should be opposite to a hard heart. Because when the heart is not pliable, you cannot take the shape and all those things. You must have a a flowing heart. Your pastor said, Charlie, let's do this. It's all. We go feed you. And we are moving with it. Because one of the things that is sure in our church is change. The con- one, one of the constant things in the church is change. Change is constant. Yeah. Things are always changing. Things are always changing. When th- things change, it brings freshness. Yeah, things are changing. Can I have an Amen. Next week, maybe things will change. You'll be the one that is singing solo. It's, it's constant. They're changing. Bro, you said your wife can sing, right? You said your wife can sing. <laughs> hey, you said no, 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 no. You said your wife should join the choir. Or, or it's one of... It's this one. It's this one. Ah, okay. I thought you said your wife can sing. You said no. I'm I'm trying to recruit members. Wow. Hallelujah. I have so many points. Let me give you one more. So we are talking about wax. Psalm 22 verse 14. He said, I am poured out like water. That's what I'm saying. Anything that is liquid would assume any shape. If you put it in a bottle, it takes the shape of a bottle. It's like Play-Doh. You know the case when they are doing their Play-Doh and then they are making shapes. Yeah. Chin-chin. You know, when it was the Christmas time, they'll make chin-chin. They make the flower and they put some shapes on it. So if you want a zigzag chin-chin, it to be zigzag. If it's straight, it's like 
is the thing, once the thing is pliable, it can take any shape. Some of us, if they try to tell us what will break, it is a sign of what? Becoming old. It's a sign of oldness. I mean, when you look at little children, they come quell themselves somewhere. You went there, you say, say, ouch, ouch, ouch. It's a sign of hope. (laughs) If you are not flexible, when it even comes to spiritual things, you have prematurely aged. Yeah. Must be bendable. Wives must be bendable. Malleable. Flowing wives. You are stiff. When they touch you, say, who is that? I'm rubber. One brother, his wife just stressed. They were sleeping. He stretched it out to touch the wife. The wife said, who is that? Say, I'm robber. Who do you live in this house with? I'm robber. So he's tired and he's sleeping. So, who is that? <laughs> hey, we are finishing. We are finishing. Say, I'll pour out like water and all my bones are out of joint. You know, you know people have double joints when they are doing range of motion exercises. The people who have double joints, they are the ones who can you know, flip their way. Somebody can do this and flip their leg and all those. They have double joints. So when it comes to that, it is, it's possible. As a spiritual person, you must be spiritually double jointed. That you are going and the Lord can tell you that stop. One of the marks of a snake, the, the, our prophet has a book, wise a serpent. A serpent, a serpent a snake cannot make a U-turn. You know that. It cannot make a U-turn but it will stop and it will gradually go around and turn around. Sometimes in life, eh, you should be able to stop because of the word and then try gradually turn around and look somewhere else. And begin to follow the course of God. Don't be hard-hearted. It's like, because you have made up your mind. They cannot change your mind. The word of God cannot change your mind. Because your heart is hard. You don't have the heart of the wax. So because you have made up your mind. You say, as for me. Yeah, everybody knows that it's me. You You are missing it. You are missing it. When God needs you. To stop you have to stop. God needs to demote you. You have to allow yourself to be demoted. Because God will still bring you up. If you humble yourself, he lifts you up. If you lift up yourself, he will fall. It's better that you just let him bring you down. Then he will raise you up. Is somebody still here? You have gone home. Hallelujah. Number six and then we'll end. Develop a burning heart. Hey, a burning heart. Eh? I don't know if you have been praying and you begin to feel a burning sensation all over the place. All over. I had a, a, a message that our prophet preached. He preached the message. I don't remember that message. I've listened to it three times. Every time I listen to it, I cry. The presence of the Lord is all over. Every time I cry. Do you remember the message? I think I've said it every time I listen to a message. We said in some of his messages, we said, Lord, I know you need somebody. I know you want somebody. I know you need somebody. You want somebody that can work for you. I'll be that one person. Hallelujah. Are you still here? A burning heart is a heart that experiences a small emotion of desire. If any man desires the office of a bishop, it is only desire. We're talking about shepherd. It is only a desire. Once upon a time, a serious singer decided to desire to get deeper in the Lord. And today I'm a minister of the gospel. Your desire will take you far. A desiring heart. John, have a desiring heart. When you say, Lord, I want you to use me. I want you to use me. It doesn't matter that people laugh at you. But that desire 
and you will become somebody. Can I have an amen? Can I have an amen? Can I have an amen? It's a very long scripture in Luke chapter 24 from verse 25 to 32. I'm ending. Hmm. Ask the Lord to give you a burning heart. A heart that burns like flame. A heart that burns like flame. A heart that loves God. A heart that is passionate. Stir it up in our hearts. Stir up our hearts. Give us a burning in our hearts. Give us a longing in our hearts. Give us, oh God, a, 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 a desire, a strong desire that cannot be replaced by anything. Some of us, we desire to be millionaires, but desire to be a man of God or a woman of God. Decide to be someone that God can use. Decide to be a vessel that God can use. There are different types of vessels that when God chooses your vessel, that vessel God is delighted with. We will post there. There's a Muslim. There's a Muslim who, almost like about 30 minutes, who was visited by the Lord, and was saying that the Lord led him. He was an Imam during the mosque. What they are, what they are Ramadan. What they are thing that they do. He said he was left with 10 days, and one day when he was praying, he was leading the people in the prayer. The Lord Jesus Christ showed up. We'll post that message for you after this and listen to it. Say the Lord led him to a church. And he said that this is a church I have chosen. Tell them I am pleased with them. May our church be a place where God is pleased with them. when we get there on Saturday and that Muslim man is there, hungry for the word. His message is on that thing. Just let him go. The guy speaks quoting the Quran how Quran says this. And Jesus Christ tells him that this thing that he said, it means this. It means this. And was explaining at the end of the day, he said, beg all his Muslim brothers, Jesus Christ is the only way. When you listen to that, it's so powerful. So powerful. You must send this specific strategically. Sometimes, last week Saturday, we were ministering to one guy and another Muslim and we started talking then the discussion went into another way. We said, stop it. We, we left. Because we realized that when we, we got to the point where we are proving how Muhammad is not as powerful as our Jesus. Then the guy said that, don't go there. Now We got up and we left. Because we realized that where it is, if we continue, Al-Qaeda will come down on us. But sounds right. We left. Then, when we were leaving, one of the things the guy said is, then he said is that, you know, we will find out. We will meet in heaven. And I said that, unless you come to my side, you are not going. Said, said we will find out. You may also have to come to my side. But, I know who I have believed. So, I will not let somebody's threats like that confuse me. Listen, people are lost. This Muslim man we are talking about last two weeks. Our brother Salam and Pastor Hans witness to him. Then they told him that they are coming back. He should meet them. When we got there, the man has been sitting on the park. He's waiting for them to come and have Bible study with him. Full Muslim. Because he's reading the Quran. He's reading the Bible side by side. He's confused. So he went the, he went the man of God. The man of God. And the man of God. To come and have Bible study and expand the truth to him. His message, when we post that testimony, that's his message. When you get there next week, God willing, Saturday, he comes and says, You hit play. He hears one of his own kind. And he was telling Christians, one of the things that he said is that people will be surprised how that Jesus Christ talked to him and he's able to memorize and quote all these verses. He was quoting verses back and forth. And he says that. At the age of what? At the age of 15, he had memorized the Quran from cover to cover because he's the next in line to be the Imam after his father. He was preparing for it when the Lord appeared to him and the Lord led him to go and pray for another Muslim brother. Went to pray for him and he got healed. He was not even there for him to pray for him. He prayed with him on the phone. And when he gave his life to Christ, 
he was healed instantly. God is revealing himself. Jesus Christ is revealing himself that he is the truth. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Why are you not taking him seriously? Are you still here? Shall we rise to our feet? Give us the right heart. Talk to the Lord to give you a right heart. Yeah, post it. Pastor Hans has the ability to put it on all the platforms. Post it. Make sure you try and listen to it. Rise up, begin to talk to the Lord. Ask the Lord for the right heart. Ask the Lord for the right heart. Lord, give us the right heart. Pray, pray, pray. Ask the Lord for the right heart. Ask the Lord for the right heart. The right heart, the right heart, the right heart. Pray for the right heart, the willing heart. A heart of wax, Lord. A heart that is soft. A heart that is willing. A heart of God. A flowing heart. All these things that we have said, it talks about how that we must have a flowing heart. Because God has called us. God has called them that our heart is the center of all things. And if our heart will flow with him, flow with his word, flow with his servant, he will be able to use us. Pray that you will flow. You have a flowing heart. Lord, give me a flowing heart. Give me a flowing heart. Give me a flowing heart. May I flow with my bishops. May I flow with the church members. May I flow with your will for my life. Oh, talk to the Lord. My God, give me a flowing out. Give me a flowing out. Give me a flowing out. Give me a flowing out, oh God. Give me a flowing out in the name of Jesus. Oh, ask the Lord. Ask the Lord. Ask the Lord. You know what you need. You know what you need. You know what you need. My God, give me a flowing out. A heart that is flowing. A heart that is willing. A heart of God that can commune with you. A heart of God that can that is sensitive, oh God. And my God can communicate with you. A heart that is sensitive to the things of the Spirit. My God, may I not lose the ability to hear you, the ability to feel you, the ability to know you in the mighty name of Jesus. Help your church, help your people. Oh, talk to the Lord, talk to the Lord. Bless your hand on your heart tonight. Bless your hand on your heart, Lord. Bless your hand on your heart and ask the Lord. Give me a heart. Give me a heart. Uh, give me a soft heart. Uh. He said, I will put my spirit into you. I will put you my spirit into you. I will take away your stony heart and give you a heart of a flesh. My God, put your spirit in there. He said, my spirit I will put into you. I will take away your stony heart and give you a heart of a flesh. A heart that is willing. A heart that is flowing. A heart that is like one. A heart that is yielding. A heart that does Tandem, a heart that is soft, every kind of heart, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. My God, help us, help us, help us, help us, help your church, help your people. As we have come tonight, Lord, we give you our heart, we give you our heart, oh God, we give you our heart, oh God. Let me see a tell him a shondalaba. Lord, I give you my heart, I give you my soul. I live for you, I live for you alone. Every breath that I take, oh, every moment I'm away. Lord, have your own way. Lord, have give you my heart. Lord, I give you my heart. Oh Lord, take our hearts, oh God. Take our heart, make our heart like what so God. May we be able to be bendable and pliable, oh God. The best of God, every bread, every bread, every bread. The cross of candle in the end. We bless a candle of them. In Monday, can you send them? As people they release them and release in our strength. From today, may our heart shame. From today, may our heart shame. May we be a church that has the right kind of a heart. The right kind of a heart of God. As shepherds and people of the Lord. Let God's Every evil heart be gone. Every evil heart be gone. May our heart not be a place where evil things come on, but only good things are come. Let your spirit draw them. We got our heart, Lord. 
from bitterness, from offenses of God. In the name of Jesus, my God, deliver us. Deliver us, oh God. If the enemy wants to get up, they will come to our heart. But from tonight, we build a shelter. We diligently guard our hearts against every arrow of the enemy. Against every arrow of the enemy. We drive out the spirit of envy, the spirit of bitterness, the spirit of rancor in the church of God. Oh, every moment that I'm away. Oh, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. Oh, make it a confession to the Lord. I give you my heart. I give you my heart. I give you my heart. Oh, I give you my heart. Oh, I give you my heart. Oh, my heart is not my own. To you I belong. Sing it again. My heart is not my own. Oh, my heart is not my own. Oh, to you I belong. Oh, I give myself, I give myself to you. Sing it one more time. My heart is not my own. It's not my own. Make it the heart of you, Lord. Make it the heart that you can work through. Make it the heart that you can work through. I give myself, I give myself, I give myself, I give myself, I give myself away. Oh, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I give you everything that I am. So you, so you, one more time. I give my heart away. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Help your church, Lord. Lift up your hands towards heaven. Lift up your hands over seven tonight. Lift up your hands over seven tonight. Lift up your hands over seven. When I change our heart, I give my heart away. Tell me, I give my heart to you, Lord. It does not belong to me. I give it to you, Lord. My God, raise us out of God. And I will be obedient to your word. And I will go to the ends of the world. And I will be obedient. Yes, I tell you, man. Set up a revival in our heart. Set up a revival in our heart. Put a fire in our heart, oh God, that cannot be quenched by anything, Lord. I give myself away. So you use me. This is our prayer, Lord. This heart belongs to you, Lord. This life belongs to you. May I not, oh God, do anything else, oh God, but oh God, to give my heart wholly to your will, wholly to your way, wholly to your assignment. In the name of you, tonight, stir up our heart that wears a life unto us. Therefore, let the life of the world, let the life of the world go out of our hearts, Lord. Oh, yes. We thank you, Lord. We bless your name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The presence of the Lord is mighty with us. Thank you, Lord, that we will never be the same again. We will never be the same again. Stir up a passion, a passion, a passion for your name like never before. My God, let things around turn around. We pray for my God. We pray for that individual that sent the text message. My God, stir up your heart, oh God. My God, stir up your heart, oh God, to make the right decision. My God, remember your children tonight. Remember us and those who could not even make it. Wherever they are, remember. Set up a passion in the heart of every member of this church like never before. Set up a passion in our children. We bless your name. Thank you, Lord. May every zeal that has died be brought back to life. I speak up life. I speak life. We thank you, Lord. We bless your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. We bless you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 I just want to pray this prayer before. If you are here, you don't know the Lord. You are not sure if you die right now where you are going. Maybe you have even been coming to church. But God sees your heart. And he sees the secrets of your heart. And you want to say that, Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. It doesn't matter. 
You want to say, Pastor, I need Jesus in my life. If you are such a one, I want you to lift your right hand above your head. Do not be ashamed. Lift the right hand above your head. You need Jesus in your life. One more time, you need Jesus in your life. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Final call, final call. You are not sure. You are just not sure. You think maybe, maybe not. It's a good thing to lift up your hand and ask him the Lord take over my life. Pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus. Every one of us say, Lord Jesus. I offer myself to you. I'm a sinner. But wash me, Lord, with your blood. Come and live in my heart. Be my Lord and my Savior. Take over my heart and do what you want to do with it. In Jesus' name, amen. We believe the word of God has actually come down to you and you have been blessed. Come join our services at 4200 Ballarat Drive in Louisville, Kentucky. This and every Sunday at 10 a.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m.